some of you might be thinking, well, why in the world would you just like jump into a new market? I've talked to other business people who have asked me this too, and, and we're not completely jumping into something we don't know. We've done a lot of research into it, but the nice thing about moving to Santa Fe is it's 45 minutes outside of Albuquerque. And in a lot of ways, that's still doubling down on what's working. We have a market in Albuquerque that's working well. We know the market and we want to continue saturating that market. But like we've said in previous podcasts, the reason for this expansion is because we want to diversify and double down on what's working and not just have all our eggs in one market. We want to have at least two markets that are really growing. So we're diversified, maybe more in the future, but we'll see. Grow your cleaning business, make more money, have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Profit Cleaners, the only place where you can learn from the top 1% of cleaning business owners from around the world. Welcome, guys, to the show. You're ready to take your business to the next level and win. I'm Brandon Shane, your host, and I'm joined by the spreadsheet ninja himself, the forecast predictor, Brandon Condry in the house. Welcome, Brandon. Forecast predictor. Yes, thank you. I meant to say the forecast fiend. Ah, got it. I was trying to come up with something cool there in the beginning, but we need more uh, intro names for you because, you know, you have so many skill sets. We just have to round it out there and sure. you know, introduce the greatness that comes with the other side of the Brandon here. So you got the Brandon, <laughs> the B squared. We're here, guys. We haven't done a podcast in a little bit, but we wanted to jump into a show, a quick episode, and just update you guys with where we're at with everything because we've got a lot of exciting stuff going on. Are you ready, Brandon? Let's jump in. I'm ready. Let's do it. You're still in New Mexico, right? You just moved out of Albuquerque. I am in New Mexico. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see all the boxes behind me in my background. That's my Zoom background today. That's right. Yeah. So my wife got a job in Los Alamos, New Mexico, which is quite famous for the Manhattan Project. You know, that's where the atomic bomb was born. There's a movie coming out this summer called Oppenheimer. It was filmed in Los Alamos. If you want the full Manhattan Project feel, go see the movie. Yeah, we moved in mid-December. Wow. I do not recommend moving right before a string of major holidays. It just slowed everything down. Hence the pile of boxes behind me. This does explain a little bit of the delay on the podcast. So sorry, we've been absent. We had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, we've been transitioning the business. Brandon's moving. I'm still out in Texas for the expansion, which is also what we want to talk to you guys about today. But yeah, just it's a new year. In the last few podcasts we did, we were talking about kind of the new opportunity on the horizon, which is really exciting. But yeah, we've had some time to kind of take that time during the holidays. I know Brandon was moving most of the time, so maybe not as you know revitalizing and relaxing for you, Brandon. But <laughs> but yeah, I still think you know based on yesterday, we had a meeting with our CFO and our whole team. Just a really good energy. Even you, Brandon, I can tell you're excited too. Like I'm excited. Everyone's excited. The whole team is on board, which is really. The whole point of our last annual meeting last week, we had the whole team come into Albuquerque. We did our annual meeting for the whole year, planned it all out. There was some definite excitement. The vision is huge, but everyone's excited to move forward and get on board. Yeah, let's dive into it, man. Let's tell them where we're at with everything. Kind of yeah. maybe like where we were at a year ago, where we're at now, where we're going. We just wrapped up our EOS annual meeting. And if this is the first time you've ever heard me say that, then you have not been listening to the podcast for very long. EOS stands for the Entrepreneur's Operating System. It comes from a book called Traction by Gino Wickman. It's something that we've done since, I think we've been doing it for two years now. I think we started in late 2020, I think, is when we kind of got going with it. It'll be three years later this year. But the idea is, hopefully some of you listeners have now read the book and just wrapped up your own annual meeting, but you essentially take 
two days off of normal work and you do these eight to five meetings. They're like an intense focused workshop. And the idea is you're going to review everything about the business. You're going to crack open core values and your numbers for 10 years out, what your marketing plan looks like, what your customers look like, see if anything's changed. And for us, there was a huge change from last year. So Mm -hmm. last year, I think we kind of had our first real, I'll put it in quotes, like our first real EOS annual meeting. We had a consultant come in and guide us through that. His name's Tim. The big thing about EOS is you shoot 10 years into the future. They call it a 10-year target. And so last year, our 10-year target was $20 million in revenue in one city in Albuquerque. And we thought that was bananas. That's crazy. It's crazy to have a cleaning company that would do $20 million. But what did we do this year instead? Yeah, so this year, we cracked it open a little bit bigger. And we didn't even scare the team. I was surprised nobody was scared. But we tripled that goal to $61 million in, was it six cities, Brandon? Six cities, yeah. The plan is to be in six cities, each one of those generating roughly $10 million in revenue. Yeah. And so it's not that we've retracted our goal in Albuquerque. I still think we can get to $20 million. That one's going to have the longest time going, most momentum over all of them, of course. We really clearly laid it out for everybody and showed, like we just broke down the numbers. We got Brandon, the math magician over here, he was breaking down the numbers and spreadsheet and everything out. And once you do that and you see you reduce it down to ridiculously like small numbers, this is totally possible. It's not scary anymore. So that's what we did for the team. And anytime you're doing this, you want to create a vision. If, if you're not an entrepreneur in the first place, you want to always have a vision that's so big that other people can see themselves fitting inside that vision so they can get on board. That's how you get all the right people on the bus. So we shared that vision with them, 61 million. And everyone was like, let's go. Why aren't we going faster? Let's go right now. Yeah, what's funny is they actually said they were getting bored. Things had gotten so stable with the cleaning company. Hiring was good. Everything was good. And they said they were bored. So this presents like we're challenging them with an opportunity here. And they were very, very on board to move forward. So yeah, so the big, hairy, audacious goal, 10 years down the line, if you picture us in 2033, that with sustained growth, the cleaning company would be doing something like $60 $60 million across a region. So it's not just one city, it's multiple cities. And so that's a big expansion goal. It was a huge change from last year. And I was really proud of the team to like jump on board and be like, cool, what's next? So yeah, you take that 10-year plan, you break it down into a three-year picture is what it's called. And then you take that three-year picture and you you take that and divert it into your one-year plan. You take your one-year plan and cut it into quarters. And then everyone's got quarterly goals called rocks. So We got our Q1 rocks set up and they're ambitious, man. Like we're talking about opening the first expansion. So the second city essentially in less than a month, we're targeting February 20th for that. So that's about 25 days from today when we're recording this. So it's going to be a crazy uh, first quarter to the year for sure. Yeah. And we're going to obviously be doing this with you guys, which is really fun. Um, When we very first started the cleaning business in 2017, which feels like forever ago now, we were crazy documenting all this stuff at one point, but we weren't recapturing it, recording it in such a way that you guys could be learning from it like you are now. Everything we're doing in Santa Fe into the Texas expansion as well, which is all coming up in the next basically 90 days, we're going to be documenting all this for you guys. So it's going to be really, really helpful for anyone that's starting a cleaning business from scratch, or if you've already got a cleaning business going and you want to learn some of that stuff, some of the nuanced stuff in the beginning that you can go back and rebuild upon. That's really what we're doing this for. And then things are kind of changing as well on on the back end of our courses and our program. Brandon and I are going to be doing helping a lot more of you guys doing some coaching and kind of packaging all this stuff up into one program because we've had a lot of people in the past be like, which we've had different courses and stuff like that. So it's all going into one. 
We'll talk more about that, guys. But if you are interested at any point, as we're talking about this in the coming shows and stuff, just DM us, message us. Let us know if you're interested as it starts to come into you know more of a fruition of a product that we're doing this with. But it's really, it's like right around the corner. That's the exciting part is literally like building this with you guys and doing it with you. So I know there's a lot of people that teach business out there in theory and you can go to business school, but this is like a masterclass on starting a cleaning business. We're starting from the ground up. And like Brandon said, we got like the next 25 days to move into the first city, Santa Fe. This one's different, Brandon, because we can move a lot faster, right? This one's going to be a little smoother of a transition. When we launch in Santa Fe, we're not creating a new cleaning company from scratch. We're not getting a new website. We're not doing all that stuff. So we're just expanding Sandia. So like we're adding a business location. So we're using our our Google reviews will carry over. Our website stays the same. It's just that, you know, we'll put out some stuff on Facebook and on the website that says, hey, we're now servicing Santa Fe and Los Alamos. And so we've looked at the competition there, a cursory look like online. We're going to go a little bit more in depth and schedule some actual cleans. I'm going to get my house cleaned by a couple of competitors and take some good notes and we'll report back on that. Yeah, it's not quite as robust as expanding into a new city with a new name and a totally new market. We'll have a little bit, I don't know, it's like a stair step. It's not a baby step. Where it's, I mean, it's a big deal. Like we're putting a lot of money into this. We got to get physical location and cars and hire people and Pricing's different and wages are different up here for sure. Cost of living is a lot higher in Santa Fe than it is in Albuquerque for sure. Right. It's not the same as going to a different place, but this is kind of get our sea legs underneath us, trying to like work out the kinks really in preparation for a much bigger launch in Texas later this year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some of you might be thinking, well, why in the world would you just like jump into a new market? I've talked to other business people who have asked me this too, and, and we're not completely jumping into something we don't know. We've done a lot of research into it. But the nice thing about moving to Santa Fe is it's 45 minutes outside of Albuquerque. And in a lot of ways, that's still doubling down on what's working. We have a market in Albuquerque that's working well. We know the market and we want to continue saturating that market. But like we've said in previous podcasts, the reason for this expansion is because we want to diversify and double down on what's working and not just have all our eggs in one market. We want to have at least two markets that are really growing. So we're diversified, maybe more in the future, but we'll see. I think like Brandon said, getting our sea legs, just kind of like working out some of those kinks is really going to be helpful moving into a really close by city. And if you guys are thinking of expanding, this is another great way to do it. Maybe you're in a, a larger town or a smaller town and there's another town right next to you that you could expand into. That's probably the best logical next step is something close by. But really aggressive and crazy like we are, you might go to a new big market next door too. Yeah, but it's not even us thinking this is aggressive. Like when we did it in Albuquerque, we started with one little neighborhood. That's true. And then we got another car and went to the bigger neighborhood. Then we crossed the river and went over there. And then we eventually went to the other side of the Sandia Mountains. There's a bunch of communities over there called the East Mountains that we covered. It's not that we're doing this completely sight unseen. We've right. done this before. It's just this is a further distance. But if you consider the distance from our office to the East Mountains and the distance to Santa Fe... It's about the same distance away. It's just that the East Mountains is kind of rural. Yeah, There's no big city out there. But Santa Fe is the third largest city in the state. It's the state capital. I think the metro area in Santa Fe has got a population of like 75, 80,000 people, something like that, compared to Albuquerque's, you know, metro area is closer to like a million, I think. So it's not, right. it's certainly quite small compared to Albuquerque. But Santa Fe has, I think it's the second amount of Airbnbs per capita in the world. So it is a very highly visited place. There's a lot of tourist dollars there. So Airbnb cleaning there is definitely something we'll be looking at, maybe not focusing on, but we're, we'll be there for sure. I thought it was the largest in the world. Is it the second largest? I don't know. It's definitely up there at the top for Airbnb. Let's see. So we've talked about this before, guys, on the podcast. The Airbnb market, cleaning market for Airbnb is wide open. There's a lot of opportunity there. 
we have, you know, customers that have Airbnbs and some of them create an incredible amount of revenue because they have that same Airbnb, like getting cleaned like every week, right? You know, they have multiple Airbnbs. So those can be great clients. That can be a great business. We just haven't focused on it because we're really focused on just the house cleaning and perfecting that model. However, I really think at some point in Santa Fe, it might make sense to spin off. We've talked about this brand and just like spin off a, a team or a whole department that just focuses on Airbnbs because it is more high touch. It's a little bit outside of our normal systems. But yeah, if you're listening to this, perking your ears up, yeah, this could totally be a cool opportunity for you. Airbnb is a great market. Honestly, I think that's the best way to do the Airbnb thing is you really just got to go <laughs> like all in. There's no way around it. Yeah. All right. Instant fact checking. Airbnb is number 12 for Santa Fe in the per capita list. So not that far up, but it's the 12th most properties per capita. And then Santa Fe itself has 88,000 population, but Santa Fe County has 151. There's lots, a lot of market in there. That's There's a few cleaning companies in Santa Fe, like no doubt, but yeah. you know, there's, I think we can do things better. <laughs> Hey guys, quick question. Does your cleaning business need more customers? And the answer is of course, yes. So if you're like us and you want more customers, we've created a 10X marketing bootcamp course to help you guys 10X your business, get to that seven figures and beyond and really commit to your success. So if you're ready to commit, let's tell them where to go. Head over to profitcleaners.com slash courses. You can get started right away. We'll see you guys on the inside. Keep it clean. Keep it clean opportunities, maybe some weaknesses that they have. And we're going to exploit those weaknesses and come in with our strengths and do better because you can always be better. You can always be different. So that's the whole point is when you see competition, people always like email us in. They're like, oh my gosh, what should I do? There's all these competitors in my market. That's a good thing. That means there's demand. That means there's a market. Yeah. You don't want to be in a market where there's not big companies. It's like when you're buying an investment property or something, you want to be right next to the Walmart and the Smiths and like the shopping centers where, where it's like convenient for people because the value goes up. So it's the same thing in these markets. You want to be in a market where there's lots of even big franchises even because that proves they've done their due diligence and they know that that's a good market. So don't be afraid of competition, guys. Like it's a good thing. You just got to find your niche, how you're going to stand out, how you're going to be better. So that's what we're doing right now. We're figuring that out. Yeah, I mean, when we launched in Albuquerque, there were dozens of cleaning companies and we had zero reputation. And then, you know, cue us up four years later after a pandemic in the middle of a pandemic, however you want to call it. Yeah, well, suddenly we have the most reviews in the entire state. We've explained how we got those over and over again. But that kind of the longer we get along with this, that social proof of the reviews and the word of mouth, I think, is priceless. That's the best way to phrase it. So, yeah, we're going to take that same knowledge and run it into two new cities in the first half of you know 2023 and then that's going to change our long-term financial outlook for the company as a whole the earlier you start the more that pays dividends on the back end it's like you know the, we've said it before but like the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago but the second best time is today we're trying to get our little seedlings out there of these cleaning companies in different cities so that they can start growing and then you know in five years, those cleaning companies will be as big, if not bigger than the Albuquerque office because, you know, the market we're going into in Texas is huge and growing very quickly. Even if there is competition, when you're in a situation where the city or metro area you're in is rapidly growing, your competition is not keeping up with demand already. So that just means there's more room for you to collect some customers because people are going to call the existing ones and find out that there's a six-week wait list and then say, never mind, I'll do it myself. So there's plenty of opportunity in those situations. Yeah. And what I've found like with most, I mean, if you guys think about it, like most service companies, unfortunately, they're just like from 1984 or something. They just like do everything on paper still. Maybe you're still doing this, but like they don't have systems. 
they're not progressive a lot of times. So it's really easy to disrupt that business model. Business in general, I think, is like that, but especially the house cleaning. Now, it's getting better. There's going to be competitors that are doing a lot better nowadays, but I'm just saying there's still opportunity. You can always, always, always find opportunity. Like one of our favorite things to do is just look at reviews of your top competitors and read the three stars and below. And that'll tell you right away like what the opportunity is in your market. When we did that in the beginning, it was people were stealing stuff. They were arguing with the customers. Yeah, communication was terrible. They were over-promising, under-delivering. There were loads of problems. Yeah, you know, that is an opportunity for you. And when you come in, you know, just come in with a better customer experience, come in with better systems, come in with all the stuff that we teach you guys. And we're constantly putting in the courses and the coaching to help you guys. Um, But it really comes down to that. If you can create a better customer experience, that sets you apart from everyone else. There's a lot that goes into that, obviously, but that's why we're here, guys. We're teaching you everything that we keep uncovering and figuring out as we go. One of the things that we talked about with John, our CFO yesterday, that I thought was a really cool kind of nugget highlight that I wanted to pull out was at first, we're exploring this market and just going up to Santa Fe. We'll just kind of like get into it a little bit. We'll send one of our current teams up once a week and they can drive back and forth. And it was kind of like, it sounded really good because we were like low risk and we would just kind of test it out and see if it worked. However, John was like, no, I don't like that. I don't want you guys to be dabbling. And when you think about it that way, it's like, yeah, maybe we are dabbling instead of going all in, which is what we always talk about, guys. Like go all in burn the ship, put your back against the wall. Like that's going to cause you to take action to make it work. Tell them what Corby used to tell us, Brandon. Like when we first went to Denver, we were like, should we get all these these machines and all this stuff? And he was like, yeah, he said, set yourself up for success. And that always stuck with me. He said that specifically in conversation when we were expanding our laundry facilities and we were talking about buying one set, two set. And Corby was like, look, set yourself up for success. If you're going to grow, you're going to need the full five sets of washers and dryers. And that was a huge pill to swallow in the beginning because you know, we were talking about spending, man, whatever that was, $8,000, $10,000 on washers and dryers, probably more than that when you consider the amount of plumbing work we had to put into it. But yeah, when you consider that, yeah, the dabbling thing, like I kind of took offense when John said that we were dabbling. I was just like, no, man, we're just testing the market. But in reality, if you look at it that way, it's either going to work or it's not. And we've got a good track record of it working. So if you get anxiety about these things, a helpful sort of like mental tool is to just game it out. Like, what's the worst that can happen? We're going to go to a new city, bought a car. We signed a lease on a place. We flopped miserably for some unknown reason. It just didn't work at all. Okay. What's the worst case? We keep the car, use it in Albuquerque, pay a early lease breakage fee on whatever property we rented. Well, shoot, man, you're out like a couple thousand bucks and you learned lots of important stuff for when you try this again. You know, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. Like that's the idea. We've got these plans all laid out. We'll get it in there. We'll try it. We're going to adapt. I think we're really good at that. You got to be fast on your feet. That I also think is what EOS is good at. There'll be some issue that rolls up along the way and we will tackle it as a group and make sure that we get it to where we want it to go quickly. Yeah. But I do think that's important because when you think about when we very first started, why were we successful? Now, I know there's a lot of reasons. There's lots of nuances and things, but The truth is, man, we went all in. Like you quit your job. I quit my stuff. Like we went all in on this business. We did this full time all day, every day. We didn't pay ourselves in the beginning because we were hungry, but that like kept us like our back against the wall. Right. And so I really think that if you go into any business, kind of like thinking like, I'm just going to try this a little bit. Like that's what John was trying to help us avoid was don't dabble. You guys know it's going to work. Right. So don't dabble. Don't go halfway at it. Go all the way. Don't just send a car up there and see if it works. Like, go all in. He would literally told us, he's like, park a car up there and clean Brandon's house every day until you get customers. And he was just like fanatic about it. Like, you got to just go all in. And I really, 
Do you believe that? I heard recently from uh, Anthony Robbins, great success coach, but he said there's like two ways that you can create success, which there's probably more. You either have to create certainty in your mind, create results in advance, and you visualize it and you create so much certainty that you see those results and you just it just happens because you like attract that into your life and you start taking the right actions. Or the other way to do it is you have a huge reason why and you put your back against the wall. So there's no dabbling. There's no turning back. You don't have any other options. It's like zero options, right? So you have to make it work. If you do that, which is what we did in the beginning with Sandia Green Clean, we put our back against the wall. There was no other options. Like you couldn't go back to another job, Brandon. I couldn't go start another business or something, but it, we had literally cut all ties and we had to make it work. So yeah, I think with Santa Fe, we're doing that in a little different way. Um, we're not starting from scratch. It is easier this time. However, we're not going to dabble. We're not going to just see if it works. Maybe we're going to go all in. We're going to have a team up. We're sending one of our lead trainers up there, right? To become the new trainer. Yeah, he's going to move. This is cool, actually. So it's him and his mom that work for us. And he's going to move, potentially. It's not a done deal yet, but he's going to move from Albuquerque to Santa Fe. He thinks that's kind of cool. The benefit for us going up there, A, he's going to get more money. His cost of living goes up too, but the pay is going to go up. And then we get years of experience from the Albuquerque market that's going to help kickstart everything up there. That just solidifies more that we're not like making it up as we go along. We're not having to train someone from scratch. Yeah, because that was going to be a huge issue is like there's going to be so much responsibility on this team that's outside of our normal city and our normal team. There was like some definite risk there. But now just like this is the best part about hiring from within, too. If you're hiring, hire from within because those are the best people that will stand up. They already know your business. You already trust them, things like that. So now. It already feels really, I don't know, it's all just flowing the right direction. People are stepping up. People like want to be part of this growth and on the team and the management's excited. The leadership, so is like the other leadership and like team leaders are stepping up. So that's just cool to see that. And, you know, hopefully that's the kind of culture you're building in your business. People, that's one of our core values is growth mindset. People are, you know, attaching to that and saying, yeah, I want to be part of this growth. I want to go to the next level with you guys. So that's really cool to see that as well. Yeah, just excited, man. I love this kind of stuff. This stuff gets me like jazzed up, you know, the when we're starting new stuff or creating new, new sources of revenue, new business. That's just exciting to me. So I'm loving it. Yeah. So it's going to be an exciting couple of years and you guys are along for the ride. And if you really want to be along for the ride, we're going to document every little bit and piece of what it's like to expand into a new market. And that's all going to go into this future course offering. Profit Cleaners is up going. We've got a little update coming up here soon and we'll have more details for you. But one of the things that at the core of it is definitely if you want to watch it done from scratch, if you need to know how to do a website, check it out. Here's a whole video on us coming up with a name for the company and registering businesses and getting websites and getting logos done. Like there's lots of detail, little granular things that are going to be in this one. Absolutely. So yeah, this is like the missing piece that we we were already teaching you guys, like the cleaning systems, the efficiencies, how to deliver the perfect clean how to get the best customers on autopilot, that kind of stuff we've been teaching you guys. But this stuff was kind of what we never taught from the very beginning when we did it. So we're putting all this in there. And we just had a lot of you guys give us great feedback over the last couple of years. So we're making this product that is teaching you everything we're doing here 10 times better so that you guys can get more results. Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really helpful. Uh, Brandon and I are going to be jumping in there doing more coaching calls with you guys and just anything we can do to make it more valuable based on your feedback. So if there's something that you guys need that we're not delivering, just let us know. If you are interested in any of this, interested in building onto your current business or starting from scratch, if you're starting a cleaning business and you're interested in this, let us know. Send us a message at hello at profitcleaners.com. We are in January right now, but we are in full like swing. We're getting this launch going. Contact us now because we're literally like a week out from onboarding people into the new program and getting everything going. So 
message us if you're interested. We'll put you on the list. Just get excited because it's going to be a huge, amazing year. So much progress, so much success we're going to have this year that we're going to share with you guys. But we want you guys to have that success too. So don't just keep listening. Like take action on what we're saying and like start actually building your business, your legacy alongside us. Like I said, the best part about it is if you've already got a business, there's always room for growth, guys. There's always room for constant improvement. Even now with our business, like we, we're going back and building stuff that we didn't do in the beginning. You can always do stuff. Like sometimes when you build a business quick, you forget to do some of that stuff. So go back and do it the right way so you have better systems so you can you know go further, faster, all that good stuff. Just a quick story, Brandon. Like you had that. Why don't you tell him about that landscaper in your business group? He was trying to sell his business and then he tweaked everything and he made his business like 10 times more valuable. You know, his business was primarily based around big projects. So like you're going to completely redo the landscaping at your house. You call this guy up, you spend 15, 20 grand, they redo everything. You know, he'd been running that business since he was 18. I think he was 40 years into it. Mm -hmm. He'd already identified a buyer. It was like a private equity firm. What he did was they talked to the people about what we need to do to make it the most presentable, get the highest purchase price. And what they said is they needed to see contracts. That's what makes it more appealing is that if it's got recurring revenue. And so they switched their business model to getting more maintenance contracts. They're like groundskeepers. A big building would sign up and they show up once a week and leaf blow and mow things. And that, I think, was a big shift for him to do that. And they did it in a couple of years and they got top dollar. Yeah, they went back. The point of this, guys, is they went back. They had already been in business for years. This guy was getting ready to sell. The valuation he had on his business was not where he wanted it to be. So he went back to the beginning, like some of you might have to do, and rebuilt some of the, the initial stuff. Went back and got different types of customers. Went back and tweaked his systems a little bit so that he could get top dollar. I don't know what he ended up selling it for, but it was tens of millions. I don't know. It was a lot of money. The point of this, guys, is at some point in the future, maybe five or 10 years down the road, we might sell this business. But every step of the way along as we're doing it, we are making it so that it's more valuable. It's more saleable. And even what Brandon and I are doing right now, we're not active business owners. Some people think that's weird. And they're like, why aren't you in the business every day? Well, that actually makes the business more valuable. The owner's not there, yeah. Which sounds counterintuitive, but that's the point of building these systems and building a leadership team and building everything out that we're talking about. So the business runs without you. And that really is the point of true business. It should run without you. It should have, it's like a machine. Once it gets going, it just goes, right? And this is the, the locomotive that we're building here. Yeah. So everything we're t- teaching you guys here, it's actionable. It's stuff that you can go back and build on to make your business more valuable. Whether you want to sell your business or not, make it more efficient, make it more profitable. That's what we're talking about here. We're the profit cleaners. So make more profit in your business and make it more valuable if you ever do intend to sell it down the road. The only way you can do that is by building the right systems and the right processes and the right mindset. Really, it starts with the right mindset. Continuing to double down on that knowledge, everything we're teaching you guys here, and then just circling back to that, the new program we're building out for you guys. It's going to be really exciting. I'm really so thrilled to to be working with more of you guys this year, our cleaning business, and just to share that knowledge, share those results. And I want to see you guys getting those same results in your cleaning businesses We've got a bunch of people we're reaching out just to hear more of those results, and we'll be sharing that with you guys here soon too. But yeah, I'm excited. 2023 is going to be a great year. Come along for the rad guys and send us a message. Like I said, if you're interested, hello at profitcleaners.com. If you're just listening to the podcast and you're getting value out of this, subscribe, um, share the show, guys. We'd really appreciate it. That's kind of the cost of admission since we're not selling a bunch of commercials and other random stuff here. We want to help you guys out. And so The best way you can repay that is just share the show, subscribe, or if you're interested in working with us, hello at ProfitCleaners.com. We'll get you guys a a link here soon when that's all up. In the meantime, keep it clean. clean. 
Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.